Hey, welcome to the Like It All podcast. Today we have Tucker Lucas on to um, yep. kind of talk about his story. And before we get into it, I'm going to pray to start us off. Hey God, thank you for this day. Thank you for giving us eyes. Pray that as, you, as we go throughout this time that you just uh, allow us to quiet down and listen to uh, the story and that you just um, speak through Tucker God and show the change that you've made in his life. And I pray that uh, this podcast, you just allow it to reach somebody and help somebody in any way, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All right, Tucker. So, Tucker. Hello. Hello. Good to be here. Okay. Glad to have you here. I'm glad to be here. Um, tell us about your story. Well, you know, to cover a story like this, we got to start from the beginning. Yes. So, whenever I was born... No, 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 I'm just kidding. That was a joke. That was a joke. That was a joke. Okay, seriously, though, uh, let's see. Uh, I grew up in church at North Columbia Baptist Church, and that's where I met Jackson. Or, well, I, mm, I met, but got to know Jackson. So, uh, my dad was a mu- music minister, and uh, then about seven years we moved to New Hope, and... Uh, at that point, I was already what I thought was saved because uh, I think I was six or seven. I got I like started asking questions and stuff to my parents, and then eventually led to me saying a prayer that I can't even remember from that point, and then being baptized. I actually got baptized with Jackson and another kid, Zach Stanley. Yeah, mm. it was East Stanley. Well, let's see. Uh, and so. As I kept going, I just say about middle school to high school, things just kind of like, I started having, I started questioning like <coughs> if I was really saved mm-hmm. and, I, and I just kind of, honestly, I kind of lived with that for a long time. Like just have that question in my heart, like if I died, where would I go? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I know exactly what you're And it, it was up that way till about maybe my, going into my 10th grade year of high school, sophomore year. Would that be? Yeah, that'd be right. And uh, well, at that point, I wasn't I, I wasn't really in, involved with much here. Kinda. I mean, I was a little bit. I came like Sundays and Wednesdays, but like never really anything like more than that. But right. Uh, that's until I got. Well, okay. This is bad to say, but I got forced into going to Fuge Nineteen. Because I didn't want to go. This is, but I'm glad I did. Because mm. Fuge 19 was re- really where things started to change for me. And like, I still had like a thought that, I, yeah, yeah, I'm saved, but I also had that question like, am I really? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, after the dude who spoke there, his name was Paul. I remember that. His mm. name was Paul. I can't remember his last name, but that's not even can bring it. Uh, it was Paul. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was I can't Paul. remember it was Paul. Anyway, uh, I think it was the second to last night there, and he he spoke about what it truly means to be saved, and that me- that message really spoke to me because at that moment I knew, hey, something's wrong, mm. something's really wrong, and I knew that I wasn't saved. But dumb me doesn't doesn't <laughs> doesn't make a decision till we're coming back from Fuge nineteen. I think that night, mm-hmm. like. I honestly felt the presence of God saying to me, like, hey, you need to get this right. 
And I said, I said the, I said that prayer, and I meant it with everything I said. I asked him to come to my heart, uh, repent of all my sins, and the next, I think Wednesday, I start talked to Evan about it. Mm-hmm. We came in here, we came in this room and talked about it mm-hmm. for a long time, and he just wanted to make sure I was confident in my decision. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was, and well, yeah. After that, I got baptized. That yeah. two weeks after that, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I've been just keep on keeping on from there. Yeah. Well, well, one of the reasons why I love your story is your story is one of the only people I've really walked with through most of their story. Oh, yeah, story. you've been there since yeah, basically yeah, like, the beginning. Yeah. Like, you too, Jackson. Uh, like Jackson yeah. and I were both there at the Fuge 19, and we got to see that. And oh, yeah. Would you like to read the next? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, is that all you had to say about that? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. What was a like a turning point or just a moment when things really changed for you? Fusion 19, second to last night. That's what I do. <laughs> very confident. In that. <laughs> most people, most people are like, um, well, well there is I that think it was that one time. Yeah, I'm talking about Fusion 19. <laughs> that I'm telling you, that trip changed my life. <laughs> I'm serious. Okay, that. that was a quick one. Right? A quick I don't think I know. <laughs> Let's see. What is a, What are some scriptures that have helped you the most? Well, I'd say the biggest one most recently, it was when Brother Jerry first came here. It was like one, maybe the third or fourth sermon I heard him preach. Mm-hmm. He went in Romans, and it was Romans 12, 21. Mm-hmm. And it says, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Mm-hmm. And that's, I could really relate to that verse because you see, I mean, when you're going to school, you see evil every day, oh, whether yeah. it's, people cussing, people not, like, just not showing a Christian example. Mm. And, uh, you know, you just, the temptation is there, always there to join in on it. And I just come back to that verse and try to think about, you know, the good is God. Mm. You overcome it with the power of God. Absolutely. And, you know, I just try to use that in my everyday life, try to stay away from, you know, anything that isn't godly, you know you know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. Um, who are some people who have helped you grow the most? Okay, I made a list here. (laughs) Um, let's see, my parents, Eric and Stephanie Lucas, my brothers, I mean, I don't have to say their names, y'all know who they are. Their names are Grady and Cole, if Uh, you don't know who they are. Evan Sheridan, uh, I I didn't want to, like, leave anybody else, so I said my whole youth group, because they really have (laughs) big impact on my life. Most recently, Ethan Whaley. And he's not on here, but I know I have to shout him out, Mr. Jason Stringer. Yep. Yep. Oh, I'm glad Tucker couldn't go in depth into two different yeah. people. Yeah. In the what? Group. Who? That's whatever. Hey, 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 hey. Okay, <laughs> okay. Well, since they won't cloud or something, yeah, yeah, ben, ben Mitchell and Jackson Carney have been two of the biggest impacts, I believe. So, yeah, there you go. Is there anybody else in the youth group in particular? Or just the whole group? Alright, like, like your brother? Well, you already said your brother. Or both your brothers, but... My brother, yeah, basically. Well, I say y'all two definitely do a good job of helping keep me accountable. I thought that's something, like, I really cherish a lot. It's something I appreciate. And I think as brothers in Christ, we should do that for each other, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, what is your... Favorite podcast aside from the Like It Our podcast? Uh, 
Well, I'll struggle in between two, but I'm gonna have to go with Crime Junkies. That's a pretty good one. I listen to pretty often. What are you is, laughing about? Isn't that what Cole said? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> it is what Cole said. Crime Junkies is good, dude. <laughs> and what was the other what one? What was the other one? Uh, it's a Star Wars podcast I started to listen to recently. It's called Rebel Force Radio. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> it's not as good as Crime Junkies. Could be better. <laughs> so what Five what, out of ten. So what does Crime Junkies get? What? What does Crime Junkies get? Like a 1 out of 10? Oh, that's 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Alright, 9. There there's going to be some improvements. Well, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here with this question, okay. but I think okay. you might have an answer to this. We're going we're gonna to see if your answer tops Cole's answer. Okay. What is your favorite quote? Favorite quote? Ooh. What was Cole's? What was I had a Cole's Oh, man. Let me think about this one. Let me think about this one. I know so many. <laughs> Uh, let me think. Hold up. I'm not, I haven't gone AFK. I'm still here. <laughs> Away from Keith. <laughs> uh, let me see. Well, if you don't know, listeners, this is, think, was he on in June? Uh, or, I've been on multiple times. Oh, no, we're talking about Cole. Uh, I think yeah. Cole was on. <laughs> he, he was on at some point. Uh, I can't remember. His name's Cole Lucas. He's the guy that said the violin soothes his soul. Yeah, that's probably what you remember that episode most by. This is his brother, Tucker. And you've heard Tucker on here multiple times. Most famously saying, I am the Master Commander. Yeah, definitely. Um, That's a good one. You can't think of a favorite quote. Okay, yes, I do. You ever see the movie uh, Dodgeball, A True Underdog Story? Yeah. Well, I don't think anything good can come. There's this character on there. He's in a wheelchair. He teaches these guys to play dodgeball. His name's Patches. And during one of their fra- uh, phases of training, uh, instead of having them dodge, like, dodgeballs, has them dodge wrenches. And the first thing he says to them, the first thing he says to them, is says, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. And throws it at a guy and hurts him, like, really bad. So, yeah, I think that's all <laughs> It's a famous quote. All right, I'll, I'll put you on the spot with, an, with another thing. I wish we wouldn't have put him on the spot. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think this might be a little bit better. I think about we should add this maybe to the future questions. Okay. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Best piece of advice? Ooh, that's a good one too. Dang. Uh, the best advice I've ever given, been given is to be to not try and be something that you're not. Mm. Because when you do that, <clears throat> you end up making things worse for yourself and for others than it already is mm. if you're in a bad situation. Yep. Yeah. I can right. relate to that a little bit. Yeah. I like that a lot. So, when you first came to New Hope, I guess, that would have been when we first met. I remember yeah. the very first day I met you, man. Yep. You're over there right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The classic. Yep. We were in, like, second or third grade then. Oh, I remember. But we were in a little little upstairs class. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you weren't here, guys. No, you weren't here. I know. You didn't come till way later on. About six seven, or seven years yeah, later. Seven years later. Well, do you have anything else you would like to say? Uh, not besides uh, stay in the word, love God, love people. But you completely stole that from one of your, <laughs> one of your influences. <laughs> Can't say that. Sorry, Evan. 
But yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it, man. So, out of not counting this one, but out of all the appearances you've had on the Like It Our podcast, which one has been your favorite? Oh, definitely this one. I said aside from this one. <laughs> oh, dang. Okay, I wasn't listening. Um, probably when I got to hear the band's testimony. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Just, it made me learn more about them, except mm-hmm. Paul already knows everything about them. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's my favorite one. All mm-hmm. right. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Your slander of homosexuality is also a good episode, too. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> Your slander of homosexuality. <laughs> <laughs> I, get a, I get a lot of joy out of watching that. Not much to that. So. Do you have any questions you would like to ask, Tucker? Yeah, um, let's think. So. I had a question. What? You said, I thought you had a question. Now. Well, I mean, I can think of one off the top of my head real quick. <laughs> okay. So, let's see. What kind of influence would you say? Yeah, I don't have any questions for him. Sorry. <laughs> well, I thought you were going somewhere with that. I thought I was And I couldn't finish. I thought we were about to have like a really good question yeah, to ask there. So, what's your favorite Christian song and Christian artist? Oh, that's a good one. I already know the answer to that. Uh, actually, no, I don't know that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dang. Okay. Can I just break down, like, like my top five? Absolutely. Okay. Number five, Andy Minio. He's, okay. he's good. Hey. Okay. Hey, hey. Okay. okay. Number four, Toby Mac. Okay. What? Hey, Jackson, don't laugh. Yeah, come down, Jackson. Number three. I'm thinking David Crowder. Okay. Number three? Yeah, number three is David Crowder. <laughs> There's two that are definitely better than David <laughs> Number two, KB. Okay. Number one, I got to go with Lecrae. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well, that's where we're going to end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want any more people yeah. saying more dumb things. Yeah. Hey, that wasn't dumb. That was well, dumb. you never said your favorite song. Oh, oh my yeah. favorite song. Oh. Lift your head where you center. Mm, huh, that's by your number three. Yeah, by number I mean, hey. This, uh, hey, are you just saying that because that's the official theme song? It's not, like, like the top two, like, no, it's not, definitely not the official theme song. It is the official theme song. Oh, I, 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 you don't I'm get to tell us what the theme song is. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not t- saying like that. I mean, like, hey, that's not the reason. That's my number one. Uh, number, the first two, like, they have, I, I feel they have more, I feel like they have better songs. Like, uh, more better songs. Not They're not necessarily better than that. At the end of the day, I would say quantity over quantity, but in this case, we want quantity. Okay, well, okay, well we're going to have to ask one more question. Her. I think Jackson might have kind of been going to this. Were you kind of leaning towards what kind of influence or legacy you would like to leave? Yeah, or, we'll say that. Yeah, what kind What I strive for every day is just if I have an opportunity to witness to someone or bring someone to Jesus, I mean, hey, I'm gonna try and take it. You know, that isn't mm. always the case. I mean, we fail every day, but right, and we fall short every day. But I mean, that's what I try my hardest to do. That's what I want people to remember me as, like that 
that's who I am. That's my character. Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. You have anything? I don't. Well, we'll move into closing thoughts if you would like to pray for us, Tucker. I will. Sounds great. Uh, Dear Lord, I thank you for this day, Lord. I just thank you for letting us um, record this today, Lord, and I pray that um, you just uh, help us go uh, witness to others, God, and I pray that that if anybody's going through anything, any trials or tribulations, Father, that you just comfort them and let let them know you're here, Lord. I just... uh, I thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for us, Lord, and I thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So today, for closing thoughts, we discussed this like, probably two minutes before, we, or the two minutes that were preceding our recording, <clears throat> and we decided to talk about tr- people placing traditions over the Word of God. So, would you like to start out with that? Yeah. Um, and I don't mean to like, you know, say anything hateful or anything oh. like that, but like, yeah. I know... Very, like, a big problem in churches, especially in, like, South Mississippi. Oh, yeah. Southern Baptist churches is, you know, like, in North Columbia, where me and Tucker both went to church before, mm. I stayed I, I stayed there a little bit longer than Tucker did, because his dad moved out here, obviously. Mm. One of the big issues there was, there was an older congregation that didn't want to move into the newer age, mm-hmm. like, way of doing things. Like, the church was based around... Tradition. The tradition mm-hmm. and what the older age people were used to. Yeah. And like, you know, the tradition. Right. Rather than like how things probably could have been or should have been. Yeah, right. They, they didn't want to adjust, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, because it, and the, not just because I'm a youth, but I mean, the young people are, you know, they're going to be the church. Exactly. I would and I'm not saying, you know, the old people aren't the church. Yeah, they we're, are. we're not saying old people just shut up. That's not what we're saying at all. But And this this is not every old person. Keep no. in mind. We're not saying that at all. And we're not trying to be, I used to use this term a lot, hateful, judgmental, or intolerant in any way. But when, the, when tradition, when what we as humans have done in the past goes before or blocks out the gospel, that's when a change needs to be made. You're right about that, man. Do you have anything to say? Well, I mean, I feel like, I mean, that's not the reason we come to church for somebody to, like, for somebody to give orders or tell us how it should go. I mean, it's it's supposed to be a place of worship. Right. Worship the one true God. Mm -hmm. And I mean, when that gets in the way, when that gets in the way of that, it's, I mean, it's just distracting, and you, it's harder to reach people. It is. You can, I mean, people can be, can be turned away from God just because of that. Just right. Of, like, like a bad experience in the church. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could. Be, I mean, that's a story of many people is why yep. they reject God. Right. Oh, I was going to use one example, but I'm not going to use that example because I don't want it. Because this, this, that example seriously might offend some listeners. <laughs> so we're not going to go down that road. But so I'll use like a more of a 
comical example. So say there's a tradition in your church not to sit on the front middle row. And for whatever reason, there's these visitors and they want to sit on the front middle row. Then you know there's going to be that one person that goes up to them and says, excuse me, nobody sits on this row. And then you've lost those people. Because chances are they're not going to come back when they were told where to sit. Would you agree with that? Yeah, if somebody told me where to sit, then I would be thinking about that the whole time. Yeah. I say shame on that person. It would fluster me. And I mean, priorities are somewhere else. Exactly. And, you know, it's with, I mean, that's why we have, and I'm not trying to get into a discussion about denominations or anything, but that's why we have so many denominations because people couldn't get along about second tier issues. And that's why we have so many church splits and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could say a lot of hurtful things about that. Yeah. Not hurtful. <laughs> well, I know what you mean. Controversial. Controversial. Yeah. And, you know, I think that people, and, what, and I'm not trying to judge for you what you're thinking, but we're not just saying this because we're young people and we think that we're supposed to rule everything. That's not the position I'm trying to come from. I can't Definitely speak for not. Jackson and Tucker. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like, and this is, not necessarily a praise to my generation or our generation or uh, not being kind to the older generation, but uh, and because I'm sure it was this way when oh, the old the old generations older than us were our age. I feel like we see more of a need for a change and are willing to embrace a change more than just keeping doing the same exact thing over and over. I mean, I I see that in a lot. I mean, I see that especially here. I see that mm-hmm. in a lot of like, right. the older people. Right, I would agree with that. But that's not everywhere. No, that's not everywhere. I'm blind to that. It's just that is. I mean, that's true though. Yeah. So, the main takeaway, and it's not just tradition. Anything that comes in between the gospel and the gospel getting to lost people, or just the word of God getting to saved people to edify them, then. Whatever that is needs to be stopped. I mean, yeah, I agree with that completely. Tucker? I mean, that's somebody's eternity we're talking about. Exactly. And you're you're going to risk someone going to hell just because somebody sits on the front pew of the church. Or because you don't like the music. Or because they're not using the correct translation of the Bible. Or, yeah. I mean, these things, even though... You might think they're insignificant. And, I mean, personally, wherever you sit in church, I don't care where you sit in church as long as you're there. I mean, you can hang from the rafters or sit in the baptistry. I don't know why you would want to do that, but you're more than welcome to. I'm not going to judge you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have to be mindful of how what we say and what exactly. we do because exactly. we have no idea how that's going to affect one person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as far as translations of the Bible go, that's a completely different episode for a completely different day. Maybe our next testimony episode <laughs> that way. It won't be just me talking about it. We'll have yeah. some other input on that. But if your tr- translation is, which of course we don't know what the, we don't know the exact, well, yes, we do because we know the Greek and Hebrew. But if you're reading a Bible that's correct, then don't let anybody tell you any differently. But if you're not reading a Bible that's not correct, like the message, then you might not just be reading the message Bible. Yeah, don't argue with anybody if you're reading a message. Yeah, because you might not win that argument. 
but no, no there, there is that fine line between what's tradition and what's the word of God. And the, we're not saying that the word of God should be thrown out the window. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, certain practices that the word of God says, like the Lord's Supper, for instance. Mm-hmm. That's not a tradition that needs to go out the window because Jesus said to do it. Um, I don't... Yeah, and like another, like the... What is it? The the altar call at the end of service. Exactly. Not, that's, I mean, that's not something that is done everywhere, but that's not a bad tradition. No, that's not a bad tradition. And not every tradition is bad. Like, I mean, any form of singing, worshiping through singing, and then going into preaching, I feel like that's not bad. Yeah. But sometimes the method we carry that out, people disagree and bicker over. Agreed. That's what I mean. There's just a lot. There's a there, lot of different ways. There is a lot of different ways to, to come uh, at this. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of different ways people look at the yeah. traditions and whatnot. But the ultimate thing is, if your traditions are upheld against the word of God, and they don't stand, because they're not going to stand up against the word of God, then we should be leaning more on the word of God and the love, and not the world's definition of love, but the Bible's definition of love. And yeah. Never go wrong. Nope. Alright. So, anybody have anything they would like to add? Well, Tucker, this has been long anticipated and it definitely did not disappoint. Well, thank you. Pat. Except for your favorite artists. Hey, that, that was hey, the only disappointing hey, part of this. I'm fine with being the unpopular opinion. Okay. But <laughs> thanks for having me, Ben. Thanks for coming. You're welcome. And also, I we have Hannah in here. Hey guys. <laughs> and she's going to be our next month's testimony episode. So. She said the best one. <laughs> Tucker? We'll so, let people decide. We'll hold a poll. So we also, I also have to share a quote real quick before we stop this. Then the words of Tucker. This episode's going to get 100 listens. You dang right it so, is. Let's see if we can get to that. 100. Well, I think, I don't know what you have to get to beat Jackson's episode. Now, don't get us wrong. We're not that, like, that's not, like, the That's not the reason we're doing this. Yeah, exactly. But. But it can, if we do it, I can say I predicted the future. So. (laughs) Okay. So, we've been doing testimony episodes since January. Yeah, it's been a while. So, Tucker, and you've been on the list for a long time. Finally, mark my name off that list. Yep, finally could mark your name off the notes in my phone. I'm sure you'll be on more episodes in the future, though. I'll plan to. All right, well. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Nobody else has anything? Well, like I always say, we have t shirts, except for large t shirts. We're completely out of those. Um, and by the way, Jackson's the only me and Tucker are wearing our Lackadar shirts. Jackson, Jackson decided wore, not to because I wore mine recently and it's still dirty mm. from that uh, but, that but recent way. You know, we have something called a washing machine. Yeah, I wore it no, to school. He dryer. No, he I wore it to school. Mm. He did not wear it to school. I did. I I never, you don't I see me at school. I never saw him wear oh that one, one time. I wore it All to right. school. I'm, I'm gonna go with Tucker. You don't have to lie. On the I'm not lying. I'm Every, not. I mean, it's just the truth. I did it wear is. it to school. <laughs> and we also have bumper stickers, pop sockets, and bracelets left. They're no charge to you. T-shirts are still $20. And I think that's all. We have, we've already 
decided who November and December are going to be the testimony episodes. Not too long from wrapping up Ephesians. And don't think I have anything else. You got anything? Alright. Well, hope you guys have a great week and I love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>